Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. You are listening to The Single Life of Us, a groundbreaking, stereotype-smashing, narrative-changing podcast about being single in your 40s and 50s. Although it turns out it's so groundbreaking, it appeals to all ages, just like Lego. And who are the hosts of this never-before-heard style of podcast, I hear you ask? Well, that would be us. Over there on the mic, we have Melbourne podcaster, author, public speaker, mother of five, old mole... Kate Mulholland. (laughs) And over here on this mic, we have Melbourne comedian, podcaster, author, entertainer and the best MC in the biz and another old mole, (laughs) Nellie Thomas. (laughs) We would like to acknowledge that we record this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We We would like to pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that they are indeed the... Original storytellers in this land. for... Tens of thousands of years. And we are very honoured to be on their land today. We would also like to acknowledge (laughs) language warning. Language. Look, it is language and it's also content. Content. It's not for little ears. Not for little ears. It's 18 plus. It is 18 plus. It has the E for explicit. It really, really does. And if you are offended by swearing. Off your fuck. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Nelly and Kate will investigate the single life of us. Hello, Kate Mulholland. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to... What? It's it's our birthday. No, we're 21. 21 today. 21 today. We get a key for something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Happy 21st. Happy 21st, Dal. 21st episode. Mm, I'm proud of us. Oh, so proud. So, so proud. The joy. Uh. Can we start by listening to some, like... Max Joy stories. You yeah. and I went to Sydney. We went to Sydney and had the greatest of all times. What did we do? Well, we chatted with Mia Friedman. Yep. So we went up to do human. her no filter huge podcast, No mm-hmm. Filter. We will be special guests on that. It'll come out at some point in the next few months. You better believe we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I overshared a bit. 
With her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, it's a funny thing. So you're going to hear things on there that you would Mm. never, ever, ever hear us say on here. Isn't it weird though? Yeah. Because I think... The listeners are probably going to go and you two overshare all the time. Yeah, but not like this. But I, I, but actually... I will never ask you those questions. No. And you'd never ask me. That's right. I mean, she would, if we messaged her, she wouldn't play them. Yeah, totally. But um, I'm done. I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I don't think nothing was inappropriate. Oh, but I no, just no. came away feeling exposed. Yeah, that's, I suppose, what good, good interviewers do. Yeah, correct. Mm, mm. Take note. So we went, we saw <laughs> Mia. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we had, for both of us, so we had a meeting with ACAST who yes. is our host yes. body. Yes, and I'll say it again. If you ever want to do a podcast, yeah, go to They're awesome. They're, They're so just supportive. So supportive. Really great with us. Yep, lovely, lovely, lovely and fun. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's nice to be around hip that. young things. Oh my God. So you know? we had lunch with a gorgeous, what, 28 year old. Yeah, yeah. And gorgeous. Hip. She was young. just delightful. Yeah. yeah. She thinks we're funny. Yeah, come on. It's my kids nice. don't think I'm funny. No, no. I could be her mum. You yeah. could be her mum. Oh, definitely. I've got children around. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, she was. So we had lots of meetings. We and... had meetings. We did things. We went out for dinners and lunches. Yeah. And what was the highlight? Well, the highlight now, get ready. Right, because I love so many things about this. ready. You all know that hashtag life goals for me is to one day appear on Mm. the back of a motorbike Mm. on Dykes on Bikes Mm. in the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras. Yes, yes. I love those women. Yes. And I've loved them from a really young age. Yeah, Like They just stand out. Oh, they're incredible. Just really compelling and I've always found them compelling. I couldn't, which I think is hilarious, um, I couldn't find any way to contact them electronically. They so say I, they do have an email. Uh, well, yeah. I couldn't find it. Yeah. I hand wrote them. <laughs> <laughs> a letter. Old school snail Sealed mail. With wax. <laughs> from one middle-aged woman to many others and said, Kate and I are huge fans. Mm. We're coming to Sydney. Mm. Um, we'd love to, you know, meet you for a drink or something. Mm. Like we're just fangirls we're basically. We're just fangirls, yeah. And guess what then happened? Guess what? We, we bloody met them. <laughs> they wrote back. Oh. <laughs> so we, yourself, myself, Faye, mm. the fabulous Adam Richard, mm. who will be appearing on the podcast mm. soon actually, um, who's a local Australian comedian. A legendary comedian. We, we all met with the president. Oh. We had brunch. We had brunch. With dykes on bikes. I had the cauliflower. Oh, mate. I How had banana great bread. How great were they? They were so great. I... We were best friends straight away. Oh, my God. We were best friends. They let me get on the bike. They did. They, they let me get on the bike. They let us hug them. Yeah. They let us. I tell you what, I had a real moment. My shirt had a button missing, which is, <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm becoming a little bit more hoary. And, um, <laughs> or adult. Yeah, and someone that was taking photos was like, do you want, I don't mind, but do you want your boobs out like that? Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe not. And so, like, I, I pulled my shirt over <laughs> and one of the dykes just leaned forward and goes, Great bra, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh, and I was like, okay, oh. this is a great day. Do you know what my favourite part was? There was um, a lovely woman called Anne, a.k.a. Bear, which mm-hmm. I also think mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. had a great mm-hmm. jacket. Anyway, I said, great do you mind jacket. if I get on your bike yep. and um, get a photo with Faye? And mm. she said, you reckon you can get on? I'm like, watch me, girlfriend. <laughs> And you were wearing a and dress. And I flung. You did. That bloody leg that over leg that leg went bike, over. <laughs> and that skirt was hitched up, toot sweet. All of a sudden, I'm revving up the street. Yeah. I wasn't. I sat still. But oh, no, that was, was so great. And one of the things that you and I both want to share with all the mm. listeners, and we want this to go even mm. further, mm. the reason I love them, mm. aside from the pageantry of it, yeah, yeah. 
is because their history is not known. No. So they formed in the early 80s mm. when there were spades and spades of homophobic attacks in Sydney, mm. particularly young gay men yes. and trans people yes. and, you know, men who were dressed as women yep. or drag queens, whatever, yep. Yep. getting the absolute shit beaten out of them. Yep. Or getting drugged. At- getting drugged, abused, yeah. harassed. Yeah. And they formed a little peaceful gang yeah. on motorbikes. Yeah. They literally rode around Sydney Protecting people. Putting them in taxis. Putting them in taxis. Getting them home. Taking them home. Stopping bashings happening. If if three big motorbikes turn up, yeah. you run. Yeah. And, yeah, they their whole history mm. is in making life safer yeah. for people who've been othered. And they're still doing they're still it. Still doing it. They're still doing it. So now they told us about a, a swimming pool event that was organised for trans and non-binary teens mm. and kids that it had death threats yeah. of all things, that it had harassment. And so they all just went and lined up out the front on their bikes. I know, and it made me teary. I'm teary thinking me about too. it now. Just it to just... let the kids and the parents know, know. we've got you. We've got you. You're you come in safe here. here. And if I can put my cranky pants, my cranky feminist <laughs> pants on, I know a lot about queer history mm. and I know that, and it's not their fault, but gay male history dominates. It does. We do not know enough about this. No, we do not. These women literally would intervene when someone was getting bashed. They could have been bashed themselves. They could have. No doubt they were. No doubt they were. Literally put their own bodies on the line. I love Mardi Gras. I love watching it on TV. Mm, mm. But I'm sick to the back teeth of them being flashed on for like three seconds and then we move there on. There would be no Mardi Gras without There'd be them. No Mardi Gras without Dykes they and made, Bikes. They made. Gay men safe yeah. in Sydney. Like yeah. what a fucking history. It so, was actually, it was like moving. a holy reverent yeah. moment. It was. We there. were fangirling. Oh, fangirling. Left, we right were both, center. I mean, this would be hard for you to believe, but we were both a bit speechless. <laughs> <laughs> tell us more, ladies, tell us more. Yeah, you know, and they they look hot. <laughs> oh, they look amazing. But also just, I'm just really always in awe of, of people who were there first. Yep. You know, they were there. Like, it's and they actually, give up their time. Yes, yeah. they, they do things that they love, but going to a swimming pool on a weeknight yeah. to protect children, yeah. you know, mm. what? how can you not be an awesome human? But I'll tell you what, if you were an out, like these women, you know, we're talking in the, in the case of the women we mm. met, short hair or mohawks mm. or dyke mm. on your bloody mm. number plate or whatever. Mm. That was you in the 80s. You were at risk permanently. You're still at risk. You're still at risk. But take yourself back Mm. to what they were doing. Mm. Those women Mm. and non-binary and Mm. trans people, Mm. they should be front and centre of Mardi Gras. Like Mardi Gras is fun and it's a party and all the rest of it, but it started as a protest movement. Yeah. And whoever, if anyone has any influence over the coverage of Mardi Gras, please... Yep. Change that. Yeah, please. I don't want to see them for five seconds. I no. want to see them for two minutes. Yeah, and I want it flash back to them at the yep. end. This is why we have this. Yeah. Because I want their story told. Everyone would be proud. Absolutely proud. And it's about pride. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for having us. You really, mm. you made our year. Oh, you really did. We've and got shit, the, those photos the are good. The photos. <laughs> <laughs> now let me put something to you for our intro. All right. Kate Mulholland. Yes. What if I said to you, a contraceptive for men? Mm. Thoughts. Look, I have so many thoughts. My first thought is I would never trust my fertility to somebody else. I would never trust mm. that someone else would do that correctly. 
even someone that I loved and respected. And I know that's on me. Mm. That's not on them. That's and an interest. I had not even thought of that. Yeah. Because it'll be you left with the me. baby. Yeah. Mm. So I really think that men should be taking care of their own contraception. Mm. And we have spent, look, from the age of, I don't know, 15, 16, when I started messing around with contraception because I had migraines, I have had side effects. So I'm this is 50. what I wanted to ask you. What's your contraception journey? Mm. So you started on them as lots of people do for period pain, migraines, migraines. physical, like hormonal, hormonal stuff. stuff. Yeah, and I and have, what were the side effects? Oh well, um, my migraines would get worse mm. because they have to work out the right. So my Those migraines okay. are estrogen spike and yeah. drop off. Mm. So my whole life has been dominated by how to avoid migraines because my migraines are hormonal. <clears throat> so it been really tricky working it out and not wanting to get pregnant as well, mm, you know. Mm. So contraception has always been my responsibility in relationships. I've mm. never had anyone take responsibility for it. So that's on me as well because mm. I haven't forced that that takes place. But I would love to think that my sons, if they are sexually active with women, are using their own contraception. Mm. Like I think everyone should take care of it for themselves. So when you started taking contraception, mm. um, presumably when you were married to prevent pregnancy mm. and you had side effects, mm. did it occur to you that you wouldn't tolerate the side effects? No. Yeah. So this is this is going to blow your mind, mm. right? So I heard <laughs> – I've got lots of thoughts about what you yeah. just said. Mm. But I heard a fantastic interview recently on mm. ABC Radio Melbourne with Raph Epstein. Mm. Um, with a guy called Dr. Sab Ventura mm. from Monash Uni. Mm. And he's been working in the field of male contraception mm. for many, many years. Mm. And so many things blew my mind. They have actually developed basically the pill for men. But the men that they trialled it on would not accept the side effects. Oh, my Lord. So that he literally said, and Raf asked him this, he literally said, are the side effects more severe than the yes. pill for women? And he said, no, if anything, they're less. Oh. But they would not tolerate it. But I bet they would if they got pregnant. And they could never get the funding to develop further because the advertising company said men aren't going to put up with that. And, my, and Raf, to his credit, basically went, that's really embarrassing for us. Yes, <laughs> it is embarrassing for them. <laughs> all the women listening will be like, I've been putting up with that for years. And my daughters. And my daughter, And it's assumed yes. that we will accept weight gain, bloating, facial acne, hair or, or something. All the sorts of yep. things, especially when the pill used to be really shit. Yes. Like it's actually significantly better yes. now. But there was a long period where yes. it wasn't. A long period. And he's just like, I can't get anyone to do it. Anyway. Wow. So now he's doing research into a non-hormonal contraceptive. I'm no scientist, but basically the way I understood it is that it doesn't stop any sort of cycle. It just stops the sperm being able to get out. Right. right? <laughs> so, put a lid on it. <laughs> but even that, he said, I can't get, like we can do this, but I can't get funding because no one believes that men will care about it. It is just assumed and, and I'm paraphrasing. That's I don't not want even to put fair because like words there's into probably his a mouth. lot of men who do care. Well, that on a marketing level, whether mm. they're right or wrong, oh yeah, they think that it, mm. it's still culturally mm. the narrative is it's a women's women's business, and because there's so much going on at the moment in particularly in America yes. about abortion, all I could think I'm like screaming in my head at the radio. Mm. 
going, don't you ever fucking talk to me about a woman's right to choose no, then. don't you. If you're not even prepared mm. to take mm. contraception, mm. do not talk to me about the consequences oh. of an unplanned pregnancy. That's the irony Isn't of all it? of it. And I know that I am part of, I don't know about the problem, but, yeah, I don't know that I would trust someone else to not get me pregnant. Because, well, maybe you're right. I hadn't even thought about that, but maybe you're right. But I think mm. that's not a reason. You can do it. You can say, well, I want condoms anyway for safe sex. Yes. Or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So, but um, yeah, I I just think it should be one of those things that, you know, a 16 year old boy goes to the doctor and the doctor says, mm. here's the contraception things that you should have. Always have safe sex. It prevents mm. diseases, but here's your pill. Mm. Condoms like they, and pill. Like they condoms do to girls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't. And no. I just thought it was quite profound because mm. especially this was two men discussing it. Mm. This was a male academic and a male um, radio presenter mm. talking about them basically going, oh, we can't get men to do it. And I just thought of all the women listening kind of going, "We have some of us have been on the pill since we were 10. Yeah. Or some form of yeah, contraception yeah. or IUDs or oh, marinas yeah, yeah, or yeah, bloody yeah, yeah. shots oh, yeah. in the bum or and whatever it is. It's painful. Like I am TMI. I'm about to get my Mirena replaced, and um, the doctor's receptionist said, um, "You're all, are you all right to do it, or do you need a general?" Like mm. you know, it's going to hurt. Yeah. You know, men would take the day off, mm. and I'm I am generalising, but I do believe mm. it. And even where there's a commercial imperative, yes. like can you imagine, like how much Viagra and all that shit they sell. Mm. If the pharmaceutical companies think that this they is can't, can't sell it, they can't vlog it. Oh. That's a lot of resistance. Wow. So anyway, just Interesting. some food for thought. Yes, there. lots of food for thought. Some food for thought. Mm. Um, diary date mm-hmm. live show coming at you. Fifteenth of October. Fifteenth live live off the leash. Yep, we were definitely off the leash. Fifteenth <laughs> of October in Melbourne at the Brunswick Ballroom. Yep. Um, if you are thinking of becoming a subscriber, you'll get a free ticket. Yeah. That's for the top miles. If you're yeah. not, that's fine. You can just buy a ticket. Yeah, you can just buy a ticket. Um, 12 o'clock doors open. They have lunch and all that sort of yep, stuff. They and do. the show starts at 2. Yep. And we are pumped. We are pumped. And the tickets are on our website or you can go to Comedy Republic. And you and I went, it was one of our first dates. Not that we're dating. It was Comedy Republic. Oh, shit. Don't start that again. <laughs> Do not start there. Oh, you and I love Comedy Republic. I think Republic. Comedy Republic is the best comedy venue in Melbourne. It is. And yeah. for those of you who don't know, I have a massive, massive crush on Alex Dyson. Not actually a crush. Like I would never, never, never want to kiss him or touch him. <laughs> but he's the best DJ in the biz. He's really, really funny. Um, he was going to DJ my 50th and then he went and ran for the federal election. And I love Kyron Wheatley. Yeah. I love Kyron's podcast, Wax Quizzical, which you've been on twice and I'm not even jealous a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, Reese Nicholson and they own it. Yeah. And yeah. they've made this awesome, awesome. But you can tell that um, people in the industry own it because mm. the way they program it, like it's oh. very carefully curated. Yeah, yeah. And may I say, you and I talked about how much we love this before we had any involvement oh, with them. You know, more. any involvement. Yeah. We both just love it as a venue. Well, I'm actually, they opened about, well, they were due to open the week that we went into was one of the lockdowns in Melbourne. Yeah. And so they said, would people join? 
And so I became a member of, yeah. I'm a founding Comedy Republic member or whatever. Mm. And so, yeah, I have. You crowdfunded it, I basically. crowdfunded it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I truly love it. Yeah. I believe in it. So and they're putting our um, live show up on their website yep. or you can go onto our website and yep. we would just love you to come and yep. um, see our first live show. Yeah, we really, really, really would. Okay. All right. Can we do a couple of listener calls? Surely, surely, surely. Danielle, let's call the elephant in the room. That was a terrible recording. Yes, sorry, And Danielle. I love you so much. Yes. But you are obviously standing in another room. You can't do it on speaker. <laughs> I think you have to actually – look, my mum loves a speaker conversation. Oh, she yeah. will never actually talk into the phone. Into the phone, but if you can all yeah. send us a speak pipe, please talk into but the phone. But for those who couldn't hear it, the mm. gist is basically that she loves it. She pisses her pants. <laughs> and she's obviously to some degree feeling maybe a little bit on the outer sometimes with married friends. Yes. You know when you hit that age? Oh, I do. She sounds about 30-ish. Yeah. I could be wrong. I'm yeah. just guessing. Yeah. And if you're single and oh. everyone else is coupled and oh. having children and done mm-hmm. it, you can feel it's not their fault. No. But you can just feel really left out. Or even if I had a girlfriend who was single at about 45. Yeah. Um, and she said, all of a sudden, I stopped getting asked. So they'd had there was like four or five couples. Oh yeah. And she said, I just stopped getting asked to dinner because they didn't oh, know where shit. to put me. I'm like, what? what? You're not two people. You're one no. person. So, yeah, she, she said that was really tricky because she said, I still got asked out for coffees, mm. but I didn't get asked to things where the partners were. Or holidays, maybe. Yeah, all things those like things, that. gone. Yeah. So, Gee, that's brutal, isn't it? Don't do that. Don't do that. You know when people ring in and say, how can we help you? Yeah, well, don't do friend? that. Don't fucking do that. No, don't do that. Seriously. Like, yeah. what is it? I mean, I've always had single friends. Yes. Maybe it's a comedy thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. So there's always been two or three single people mm. around a table. Yep, yep, yep. That I'm at. Yep. But I just, if you have been in, let's say you've had four couples and you all da da da. Mm. I know it's hard, it's but don't hard. just leave them out. No, don't leave them out. That's not nice. No, it's not nice. All right, let's hear from Jackie. Hi there, ladies. Hello. I want to share this letter written by my eight-year-old that helped me realise that the fucking shit show <laughs> of separating after 16 years of marriage has been totally worth it. Ooh. Here's what she wrote. Dear mum, I love having two houses, mainly because I get two bedrooms to decorate how I want. Also, when we only had one house, I'd try to sleep at night and I'd hear you and dad fighting and then I'd decide to come out of my room and tell you to stop fighting and to try and fix it. But you'd say, it's not your job to make things better. Please go back to bed. Mm. But you know, mum, it was my job because you were angry and really I know that you were actually sad. And now we have two houses. I don't have to worry about that anymore and I like that a lot. You're happy. What happened when we had one house is still a part of me inside but it's not a big part of me anymore. Mm. It'll always be a part of me but it's a tiny part of me now because we have two houses. Wow. Thanks, (gasps) mum. And that, ladies, is exactly why I called it on my marriage. Yep. It wasn't good for me and it certainly wasn't good for my kids. No. I've gone about that divorce with kindness and calm and respect and patience yes. and we're all better for it. Yes. 
So any listener of yours who knows deep, deep down that their marriage has come to an end but they're scared to say it mm. out loud and they're mm. scared mm. to action mm. it, mm. I promise mm. you that when you feel brave, things will feel better. Oh, thanks yeah. for listening, oh, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. Jackie. And thanks for being so honest. Jesus, I've got goosebumps on yep. goosebumps yep. And from the mouths of babes. And see, all of us who are terrified of what our children think, Yeah, it might not be as bad as you think. But also, I'm sorry, the idea that they are being sheltered. Yeah, they're not sheltered. From, they're just no. not. No, they know. I mean, in that particular case, she's hearing arguing. Mm-hmm. But even if they're not hearing oh, no. it, they're feeling they it. They know. Yep. They really, really know. And so. what a profoundly wise child to kind of go, I understand yeah. that having this set up where I now have happy parents yes. is better for it's me. better. And... Come on, I get to decorate two bedrooms. Yeah, that's my well, dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, I mean, to... we sound flippant, but that's actually true. No, it's true. You know, all you hear about, oh, it's really hard yeah. for the pick up and drop off. But I have had, without going into detail, mm. my kids have said similar things. Mm, mm. Their dad's place is really different to mine. Yeah. His is a sort of inner city pad. Yeah. Mine's a suburban yeah. mumsy house. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we get both. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. You know, and that's not trying to sugarcoat it. That's just saying that's actually true. No, there are positives. There are positives. And the children can find them. Oh, Jackie, that is. Well, thank imagine you, reading that too. Oh, imagine. Oh, that's that's a stake in the heart. It really is, but also so proud. Yeah, good you on you did for it, calling and it. that she knows that you did it for the right reason. That's right. And also, Jackie, that means one day if she grows up, yeah, and she's in a relationship where there's lots of fighting and mm. yelling, she'll go, "I'm leaving." Yeah, I'm. I this is not more. normal. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to leave this. Yep. So good. Good on you, Jackie. Mm, thank good on you, Jackie. Yep. All right, and another, our final call from Lisa. Hi, Nellie and Kate. My name's Lisa. I love the podcast. Thanks, love, Lisa. Love, 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 love. It. I can't love. love it anymore. <laughs> no more. Um, I am a 44-year-old single mum. Yep. Um, I left a 22-year-old, 22-year-long mm. relationship um, last year yeah. that was abusive. Oh, Lisa. Um, I want to tell you that today is the one year anniversary of me being free and in my rental property so I'm extremely proud yes um and yeah I have had a couple of you know relationships I guess with women and men after that right relationship Oh, she's one of mine. Um, but I wanted to le- I wanted to let you know and say thank you mm. because I've learned something from your podcast. I've learned that it's okay for me to say no. I don't have to say yes to everything. Mm. Yes. And or no. I a few weeks ago had my very first one night stand Ooh, um, with my girl. extremely attractive hot neighbour. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, he's also twenty seven. Mm. Did not realise this at the time, but oh, it, it became matter. very apparent. He's of age. That I am a lot older than him and way less energy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, he asked me to come over again this week and I said no because oh. I don't actually need to do that again. Okay. So yeah. I just wanted mm. to say thank you because mm. you let me give myself permission to say, you know what, no. I no, don't thanks. actually need to go there again. Yeah. Don't want to. Um, I'm don't okay. Want to. I don't mm. need to. Yep. 
Um, so thank you. Mm. It was fun, mm. but I don't need to do it again. <laughs> Good on you, Lisa. Um, That's one of the best things so yeah. about being So, yeah, so I just employee. wanted to say thanks, ladies. I love the podcast. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I quietly have a small crush on Nelly and <laughs> may have downloaded um, – uh, what's, some, what's wrong some with me? Of the apps she's mentioned to see if I could find it, <laughs> but I haven't found it yet. So, and I promise I'm not a stalker. I just wanted to. <laughs> well, she's um, very photogenic, so you missed and, you know, her. kind of secretly hoped we'd match. But oh. anyway, thank you so much and love what you're doing and please keep doing it. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Well, I was crying now. I'm blushing. Oh, <laughs> what a. Thank you, Lisa. You know what? Uh, life, sweet. you can get be on the roller coaster, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, first things first is that, again, and we've had a couple of other calls like this, I Mm. can't tell you what it means to both of us to hear. It really makes me emotional to think of someone coming out of an Mm. abusive relationship Mm. that we are providing any kind of comfort for. A whole year in your rental house on your own. Oh, my God. You must have just been dancing around the kitchen going, I have done this, and that is a hard fucking thing you've done. People really don't. like. I used to work in a mm, high security mm, refuge. Mm. People do not understand no. what it takes no, to leave that. No, you couldn't. They really, the terror. I don't have that lived experience. I am so proud of so you. So proud of you, Lisa. Yeah. And you celebrate. I really hope on your one year anniversary, you whatever you like. Yeah, whatever you, you like. You bought yourself a cheesecake bloody or cheesecake whatever. or something. Yeah, yeah. That's you and I talking. Yeah, but yeah. you know, <laughs> she might have done something more normal. Yeah, Pilates, I don't know. But and yeah. I love, let's talk about this date with the neighbour. What do you reckon? I think this is the hottest thing ever. Yeah. Really spunky neighbour. Yep. Yeah. Gets the jiggy on, yeah, and then goes uh, a bit too energetic. I am yeah. less sexually active, and um, nah, I'm not doing it again. But you know what? I fucking did it. Yeah, I did it, and I can do it if I want to. Do you know what I really hear in that is the the empowerment, and this mm. is one of your mantras mm. now. Just going, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Like I love if mm. she's got that from this podcast or anywhere. I don't care where she got it from. Oh, it's awesome. Just the idea that you don't have to go. Oh no, I didn't like it. I don't like you. You don't have to justify it. Was like, it. You just go. No thanks. No, thanks. No thanks. No. no, thank you. No, thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. And that's not rude. No, it was lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. No promises were made. <laughs> we're not getting married. I love it. I love and, all of um, it. I'm not on the apps, Lisa, but bless. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the flattery. Yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yes, meme. What have you got what for me? All right. So my meme, it's like a... Sort of an old-fashioned, like, 1960s cartoon drawing of, uh, not cartoon, like, representation of, you know, a very clean-cut husband and wife yep. looking. And they're both looking off to one side. Like one of those 50s baking Yes, 50s baking. yeah. And the wife says, every passing year our relationship gets better. And the husband says, but we're divorced. And the wife says, yes. <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. Yeah, also true. True. Also true. For, I tell you some what. some people, very true. And the relationship doesn't end no, when one of kids. you leaves. No. Yeah. It, when you've got kids, it's still death yeah. do us part. Yeah. But it can get better. It can. It really, really can. Mm. I think I've mentioned this couple before. So when I was at uni, I one of my flatmates was this guy called Darren, mm. who is still a friend of mine, Dazza. And him and Sandy separated with two little kids when they were in their sort of late 20s. Mm. 
they stayed friends. Mm. Um, we had the kids at our shared house one week and Sandy had them another week. I was yep. friends with Sandy's mum. Like it was all yep. the community. Yep. They came to my 40th birthday from Perth to Melbourne together. Yeah. And shared like, you know, twin beds in a hotel yeah, yeah, room yeah, and yeah. we went out for dinner and da 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 yeah. da To me, they are the model. They would not, if they'd stayed together, I, I hope I'm not speaking out of school, I don't think they would have liked each other. Yeah, and they probably wouldn't be talking. They have stayed best friends. Yep. They co-parent amazingly. Oh. Their kids are grown up. Yeah, They all work together. They have Christmas yeah. together. They yeah, have be- yeah. Again, not everyone can do that. No. But guess what? Some people do. And maybe getting out before it gets shit. That's means right. that you can do that. That's Well, their kids would have been like five and two. Yeah. I know that because I accidentally lost the two-year-old. That's a whole, <laughs> that's a long story that has You were young, you were young, you were young. Um, yep. But they, the fact that they did call it, mm, mm. I think, before it got really awful, mm. meant that they could stay. Like they've been to each other's weddings. Unbelievable. You know? It, it can happen. It does actually happen. Yeah. They're yeah. better friends than they were husband and wife. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The relationship got better every year. Every year. Mm. What have you got? Oh, do you want a heavy one or a funnier one? Or am I only have got time for one or can I have okay. both? Yep. All right, we'll have both. We'll go heavy first. Yep, yep. This is from Mark Grovers. Mm. Um, it's a meme I saw on Facebook. Love doesn't hurt us. People pleasing hurts us. Ooh. Pretending everything is okay hurts us. Mm. Silencing ourselves hurts us. Having no boundaries hurts us. Mm. Not having our own back hurts us. Self-abandonment hurts us. Another person's unhealed shit hurts oh us. God. Love liberates and relational challenges shine a light on where we are not yet liberated. Oh, my God. When she said deep, she fucking meant it. Hey? Yeah. Isn't mm. it that, I mean, it's complex and simple at the same time. Mm. Love doesn't fucking hurt. Mm. It doesn't hurt. No, love doesn't hurt. So love if you're feeling hurt, hurt, hurt yeah. or like you can't breathe or like you're trying it, you know, that people pleasing stuff that you and I have talked about uh. a lot. If you're spinning your wheels. Yeah. Whether it's dating, long-term relationship, mm, friends, mm, family, whatever. Mm, if you're mm. going, please like me, please like me, please. That's not love. Or I th- find myself at the moment conscious that I could be hurting someone, even though I, I'm not knowingly and I'm definitely not doing anything to hurt someone. So then I'm trying to make up for it and oh, becoming less of me. Yeah, and going, yeah. All right, well, I'll be a bit quieter. Mm. I'll send you flowers. I'll, yeah, and that's not... Even in a friendship, that's not love either. Oh, God, I hope that's not me because I sent you flowers. It's not you. You sent me flowers. <laughs> you sent me beautiful flowers. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't quite verbalise it, but. Do you know what it is? The way I think about it, if you're frantic. Yeah. In a friendship with your kids, with it, your parents. A, it's not right. In a relationship, mm. on a date. Mm. If you feel unsettled. Yes. And frantic. Yes. That's not loving. No, it's not. That's not like, and that's different to butterflies. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, frantically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I manage you? Yes, yes. I'm managing up. Yes, and I'm going to make sure nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. Whether it's a friendship or a relationship or whatever. I won't upset you. you. I won't go to that restaurant because you might get upset by that. Or I think that waiter might be rude, so I'll block them. All of that. That's not love. And what does he call that? Self abandonment. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. All right, give me a slightly lighter one. Friend zoned. A verb. When a person decided that you're just a friend and no longer dating option, you become this complete non-sexual entity in their eyes, like their sibling or a lamp. (laughs) (laughs) 
a lamp. <laughs> Although you find lamps hot. I love lamps. You, I I've got, you would choose a lamp I over would, a lover. Definitely. You, can, you know what? They've got dimmer switches. <laughs> But I felt like, oh, it's quite serious because I thought I was going to yeah. do it for a WTAF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when they see you, they go, oh, you're yeah. more like a brother to me yeah, or yeah, something like more that. More like and a lamp. Or a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Friends owned. Uh, bright and shiny. All right, what have you got for me this week? What, what I've have you got learnt? for you this week is something that I learned about myself and I learned this about myself probably – six or seven years ago, but mm. I've really come into it yeah. lately. Yeah. And what that is is that I am responsible for myself, right? Oh, And so preach. Pe- people have said to me, who's taking care of you? What? I'm taking care of me. People are saying who's taking yeah, care of you? who's taking care of you? In what sense? I don't know. Like are you, is, are people, are you vulnerable? Are people using you? Or I don't know. But I think we have this whole narrative a man takes care of a woman. A parent takes care okay. of a child. Sorry, I didn't even understand the context, yeah. even though we're in this dating thing. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you don't have a husband now. I don't have a husband so now. So who's taking who's care, taking of, care you? of you? Yeah. Your who's friends. Of you? My friends. But more than that, I'm taking care of me. Yeah. Well, A, you're taking care of yeah, you. So but you've got friends and children and family. When I realised my dad took really good care of me. When he passed away and mm. then about two or three years later I had a fight with someone out of character that I really loved Mm. And we resolved it, but it was a big moment for me when I realised, oh, relationships can break down that you think won't ever break down. Mm. I went, I was really sad and then I realised I can take care of me. I'm responsible for myself. It doesn't mean I don't need people around me. No. I need love. I need cuddles. I need someone to send me flowers when I've had a bad Mm. day. I'm not a robot. Mm. But I am taking care of me. And once I realised I could do that, I could leave a relationship. Yes. I can leave a job. I can do things that I didn't think I could do. So while Mm. it's scary, super powerful. Mm. And I was reminded of it this week. Someone said something to me and I thought, no, I'm taking care of me. I'm taking care of me. Now I say I know no context about what you're talking about. So, But (laughs) to me, my first feeling is that it's patronising. Yes, it is patronising. You know, because I've got to tell you, you and I have both come out of, I mean, yours was a longer relationship, mm. but mine was still over 20 oh, years. Oh, yeah, it's long. No one said to me, who's taking care of you? No. I find that quite patronising. Yeah. Depends on the tone and the context. Yeah. And, and I, I don't understand know sometimes we can be concerned for our friends. I've had people say, you're right. Yes. And they help, that yes, kind of thing. that's different. But that sort of idea but who's of, taking care of you? Well, ultimately when you're an adult, no one really. And even in a relationship, come on, half the people listening are in them or have been in them. They're taking care of themselves even in the relationship. That's right. And their kids. Yes. And their in-laws and their yes. parents yes. and their friends and neighbours. Yes. And you've been taking care of yourself for 50 years. I have. I really, really, really have. <laughs> Haven't you? So, yes, but I just wanted to say to people that mm. if you think, oh, no one's going to take care of me, mm. I know, it's great. Yeah. Okay, it's actually you great. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. And you might find someone that you can lean on sometimes. Mm. That's a beautiful thing. But you've got to know that you can mm. stand tall on your own. And of course you that's can. my bright and shiny for the week. I was oh, just reminded of it. I love it. The only reason I'm I'm spinning out <laughs> I'm is because my view of you is that you already did and that yeah, you okay. already do. Yeah, well, you know me really well. So it just doesn't make sense to me mm. that any, if anything, I feel like you're – you're more yourself mm. and therefore have more capacity to be healthy 
Yeah, I definitely in am. every physical, yeah, emotional, spiritual sense. Yeah, yeah. So why would you need someone to take no, care of you? No, you don't. You don't need someone to take care of you. That's what I'm saying. You're a badass bitch. I am. <laughs> well, I love it because anyway. I'm, I reckon there'll be lots of people listening yeah. who would have that same experience. Yeah. I'm going to have to ponder that one. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah, but I think you're doing great Thanks. for the record. Thanks. I think you're doing great. You even, I mean, we've said this, but it's really true. You look different. Yeah. You look lighter. Yeah. I don't mean weight lighter. No, 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 no. no. I mean yeah. lighter. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's different. It's different. You so, go, you. Thanks, babe. Well, I'm stealing my bright and yep. shiny because yep. I love this. So I have a rodent phobia. Right, I I could be, despite my love of dresses and makeup, I could be a really good butch. Yeah, because I don't care about spiders. I don't care about snakes. Like you know, I will come over your house and remove the huntsman. As yeah, I've I said. know you've told me. Yep. Nothing worries me except rodents. Yeah. Right, and we got a speak pipe about rodents, All and right. I'm going to steal it. Okay. I have a bright and shiny for you, Kate and Nelly. Okay. And it's about mouse traps. Ooh. So I don't know if you can actually air this because there's a bit animal <laughs> ethics involved, maybe. Anyway, uh, if you was squeamish, working from home the other day. Fast forward. Saw a mouse run past my no. desk out of the corner of my nah. eye. Mm-mm. So ran Mm-mm. screaming yes. to stand on my bed. Yes, fair. Yep. Um, fair. Got my big pants on and decided yes, to grow to up a bit. Yep. Set the mouse traps and put them all around myself. Yes, fair. Like a horseshoe. Yes. Shape around my chair so that I could go back to work. Um, safe. From the teeny tiny mouse. Oh, oh god! Worked for about another half hour and then heard a snap and no. a scream, and oh. it was the mouse screaming. So oh Jesus! I flung my chair back and raced back into my bedroom, yes. stood on my bed yes. and screamed for a while. Yes, again. Oh, yes. Um, messaged a friend, realised better go deal with this situation. So oh, went back in god. and found the mouse. Um, oh no! Wasn't screaming anymore. Oh, looking at me oh, out of no. its beady eyes, no. it was trapped. But. Tail? But not dead. Oh, it's yeah. tail. Was Shit. never going to um, end its life in that situation. Oh. oh. And I had, it was running around the room. No. So the mouse oh, was running around God. the room with, the ta- with its tail, tail attached. in the trap. It was oh, trying to God. escape. I was running around the room oh. swearing my head off about <laughs> how I had to deal with this situation. Um, oh, Christ. Came up with the idea of throwing an empty ice cream container over it. Smart. Like a bit like catching a spider. How can you do that, though? Um, Then took the whole thing out. I'd pre-opened the front door so that I could get it out without having to pause and open things. paper under it? Caught the thing. I feel sick. Yelling, swearing. Decided it's kind of like childbirth. You're allowed to yell really loudly and swear at childbirth. And that's what I did. I don't know what my neighbours thought. Um, Managed to get the thing out through the whole lot, the trap, the mouse. Yes. ice cream container and the <laughs> top of the pizza box oh my God. into the, the bin, shut the bin, and now I'm not putting any more rubbish out. No, you can't. Because Ever. You can I don't want to hear that mouse. No, 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 for the rest of your life. There. This is where the animal ethics come in. I don't know. Probably not cool. Um, oh, no. I've, bin I've, day tomorrow. Bin so day tomorrow. it will be done then. And <laughs> as I closed the bin lid, thought for myself, bright and shiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I, I could see wow. every moment. Oh my god! And I think moment. I just want to tell you, unbelievably brave. Oh my! Lord. You you are incredible because I would have. I think I would have peed my pants. Oh, I feel physically sick. Yeah, I'm not scared of rodents, but I don't want to pick one up. Oh god! But also one in a trap. one in a trap, looking Ugh. at you with its beady beady eyes. Oh. For another podcast that I do, I interviewed Eddie Perfect, who a lot of you will know from musicals and Masked Singer and yeah. various, very talented comedic singer. 
And had they lived in New York for a while. Oh. And they got, he said, like, rats are everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's, you just live with them. Yeah. And they're all vegetarian, right? right? And so he had this, like, constant dilemma of, like, what do I do about these rats? And they tried, like, these ethical traps. Oh, and no. he's like, they're, there's thousands. Yeah. And it got to the point where it would be running around their New York apartment with a, uh, what do you call it, pastry roller. No. What do you call those things? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. roll pastries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to, to find the rats. Became like a, you know, manic serial killer <laughs> of rats. They were biting his kids. Oh, no. We're talking that level. In the house. In the house. Oh, my gosh. It's really, I can't even, I don't even know how to comment on that because it makes, I feel physically a yeah, bit Yeah, but I'm sick. so proud of you because, I mean, you could have just gone out. You oh, could have I just feel, moved. My first thought was, I'm selling that house. Yeah, I have to go. Sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I just thought you'd never be able to use the bin again. I forgot that the bin gets emptied. I was like, that bin's going to sit the there forever. Horseshoe. The horseshoe. The horseshoe. I, to be perfectly honest, and I'm sorry, Jay, for saying this, but I'm not Googling that. I no. would have called a pest person to deal with it i would have called the someone spot when i would have paid someone when a rat was a mouse yeah running around I, the house. it's honestly it's that level it's yeah, that yeah. level yeah, no, for and me. you know you, you have I to know, know my limit yep yep well i lived through the mouse plague of the 80s in yep. victoria and yeah i mm. Ugh. Ugh. you know when you would do i remember that i was in a shared house and someone made a cake and we got up in the morning and the cake was gone i know like even though it was in yeah, like yeah. a cake container and no, stuff. No, 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 they'd eat through the plastic. There were so many rats and mice. Oh, it was horrific. They I would, can't cope. I remember watching TV as a child and them running along the back of the couch. With no fear. No, no, no fear. Yeah. And I remember Dad we setting traps now. and you just hear bang, bang, <laughs> oh. bang, bang, bang. You're like, why are we even bothering? Wow. Anyway, there you go. All right, Take there that. You go. Anyway, um, good on you. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Single life of us. Swipe right. right. Oh, I'm excited. Are you? I'm so excited for this one. I found another shit show. Oh, great. Another <laughs> shit TV show. How do you for find them enjoy. all? Because people email me. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They message me and they go, here's another dating show. <laughs> Actually, I think I found this one while scrolling. Right. On okay. a, like a, on a Channel 9. I was watching something else. Yeah. So in Australia, Channel 9 has a catch up function. Mm-hmm. So this show, I think, was on a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's called Dating No Filter. Right. And the premise of it, which is great, mm-hmm. is that you watch two different couples go on dates. Yeah. And there's a series of comedian duos who are sitting at home watching it and they like comment on the box. dates. Like a goggle box. Right. Oh, so th- let's say like if it was you and me, show. if you and I were the comedians, yeah. we'd sit there, we'd watch the dates and they're like, oh, she's out or oh, he's whatever. And it they- didn't take off. I don't know. I mean, there's only one series that I could find, huh. but it might be big in the States. It's yeah, American. yeah, okay, okay, okay. It's great. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. So it what I wanted cool. to do was run past you mm. the dates that they've been on. Oh, okay. And see if you yay or nay the, <laughs> All right. um, the dates. So dating no filter. Yeah. All right. So mm. obviously dinners. Obviously. So we go yay. Yes, yay. Yeah. You can have dinner. A ropes course. No. No, no fucking way. A ropes course. You should have seen it. You both have to be thin, fit, and not scared of heights. Yep. That's a a big combo. They didn't meet any of those criteria. (laughs) 
<laughs> it didn't go well. No, it would not. Do you know actually what was fabulous about it? Because they have a diversity of couples. They're mostly straight couples, but they do yeah. have a bit of diversity. And this was a gay couple. And one of the guys that showed up, oh, he was put together, girl. Yeah. Like he had taken some time. You could just see him looking like, I'm going to have to sweat. <laughs> Are you fucking mental? Like the amount of effort yep. that has gone into this yep. look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm climbing shit? Oh, God. Anyway, ropes course, no. Chocolate making class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I thought it was You fun. learn something. You, learnt... you got something to do. There's a third party there. Yes, and you can have chats. Conversation is prompted. Yeah. Yep. And chocolate, it's sexy. Chocolate, always, yep. yep. All right, you're yep. not learning to make, um, no, I don't macaroni know. cheese. Macaroni yeah. and cheese. Yeah. Chocolate is indulgent. Yeah. All right, this one. A nude art class. No. Am I nude? No, you're drawing a nude oh. dude. Yeah. I mean, I can't draw. The poor guy, he handled it well. This was a girl and a guy. He handled it well. <laughs> but you just like, he's literally doing drawing, drawing a close-up of another dude's <laughs> penis while he's on a date with a woman. Yeah, okay. I didn't think I'm about like, that. Is it an interesting I mean, test? are they trying to, yeah. Or is it too far? Yeah. I don't Cocktails, know. obviously great. Obviously, yes. Now, take a guess at who took someone to roller derby. Um, was it a lesbian? Lemons! <laughs> <laughs> Except the, the chief lesbian who organised the roller derby, she's like fully into it. Yeah. The other one was like this sort of pansexual little, you know, femme looking thing. She was like... I'm going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You can't do things that can physically oh maim people. She was doing 45 kilos. No, sorry. Like, I'm no, sorry. No, I love a butch bitch, but I'm no. not going to run into one. No. You know, on roller skates. No. Wrong. Laser tag? No. No, I thought no. They seem to enjoy it. 14-year-olds. Yeah, that's right. Too no. adolescent for no. me. Segway riding? Was along oh. the foreshore. Yeah, okay. I thought... At first I went no, and then I went actually, yeah, that's maybe, cute. yeah, yeah. I mean, you can injure yourself, but yeah, low risk. Not a lot of walking. No, not a lot of walking. You know, yeah. And so like, you can drive around. Yeah. He ended up going. <laughs> Do you want to ride on my Segway? Okay, yeah. Did which they was have sort a of cute. He dinked her. <laughs> um, a boat ride, like a, a like the hired uh, yachts going way too far. But you know, <laughs> they hired a boat. They had to drive the boat, nah. which concerned nah. me. Scary. Felt like a lot of pressure. Yeah, too much pressure. I'm like, maybe if you were loaded and you yes. could go on a yacht ride yep. where there's a someone driving yep. and you sit yep. on, you know, like you or see people. Or it was your thing. You were a boat driver. Or you're a boat driver. You sit yep. on the front and eat strawberries yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. Felt a bit much. To a dungeon. And when I say dungeon, that's not a euphemism. I mean an S&M no. dungeon. No. You have to both be into that and you have to have both had big conversations. Do you know what pissed me off about that? So this was a woman... Dating God. another woman. God. And it really felt like it was a test. Yeah. It felt like she was going, how are you going to handle this? Ah. It, it felt, even though the other woman sort of went, oh, okay, like technically, yes, she consented to going on this date, you could tell they are not the circumstances no. for proper consent. No, they're not. And also, I, I mean, look, voyeurism might be a thing or having people watch you. But if you found all that out about the other person before your first date, no. And also, don't test me. Mm -mm. 
It's not no, a I'm, school I'll, quiz. No, I, I'm not going to do that. I have no problem if you're into that. Ask yeah. me about oh, it. Hell yeah. I'd jump off. I'd Find like, the no. person that you're interested in. Yeah. I really felt like, and I could be completely projecting, mm. I felt like the woman, the other woman wanted to jump off but felt she couldn't. Yes, because she was on TV. And sort of half stayed yeah, and horrible, participated. Horrible. But you could see she was really yeah. uncomfortable. No, don't, don't like it. Don't test people. No, 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 no. Oh, God, I know what you're going to say to this. Circus training. <laughs> <laughs> Silks. Trapeze and shit. Trapeze. I'm not pink. Tumbles. I'm not doing it. Harnesses. No. Look, you've got Back to get to weighed dungeon. in. I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you if I have to get weighed, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I am this is out. a rule, rule, rule. But I have to quote to you. So there's two comedians. There's several sets. One is an African-American guy and a, and a white guy. Mm. And they're very laid back. And there was an Australian girl in the circus mm. one. And the guy had said that he likes big butt. Right, yeah, this yeah, other guy. Yeah, yeah. And the black guy just weighs in and goes, yeah, Australian butt is the biggest white butt you'll get. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about how much they reckon Australian girls love African-American men. Do they? Which I'd never I'm out of the loop. Heard I don't of that. Know. Yeah. But then the white guy's like, yeah, but are their butts big enough? Like, oh, yeah, yeah Aussie yeah, butts. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> we got, we got some behind. <laughs> What is it about Australian women's asses? I don't know. I have no ass. I've yeah, got plenty assless. everywhere else. Yeah. But I've got no ass. Yeah. But I thought, geez, that was funny. <laughs> no, that's good white butt. That's some quality. All right. Oh, my God. Cheerleading. No. No. Cheerleading. Twerking class. Oh. <laughs> you can't go cheerleading. Ridiculous. Twerking class. Yeah. Okay. Well, dancing and fun and you might oh. learn something new. You've got the ass for it. <laughs> I have. Let's be honest. Yeah, I have. You haven't got the knees for no, it. No, I haven't got the knees. <laughs> you've got the ass for it. You can have my knees and your ass. Oh, we'd Perfect. be unstoppable. We're yeah. bloody Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rap recording, recording a rap song. No. No. No, no, I would, no. We're both professional writers. Yes. No, I would no. hate that so much. Last but not least, my absolute favourite, again, mm. it was two young gay guys. Mm. <laughs> went to the car wash. What? <laughs> the entire, it was such a confected date. One of them had a nice car. And so the other one had to wash it. I reckon he just wanted to centre a date around being able to uh, show his car off. That he had a Beamer or whatever he whatever, had. Whatever, yeah. Why on earth would you take someone nah. to a car wash? A car wash is, I've been dating for two years. Do you want to come to the car wash? Yeah, okay. A car wash is, can you please do me a favour, darling? Yeah. Can, can you wash, wash the car. car for me? Yeah. You take me on a date to a car wash. That's no, the last date we're having. that's not a date. So if you had to pick one of those dates, which one would you take? Let's rule out dinner and cocktails. They're a given. Okay. Well, it's obviously not the ropes course. No. Um, I mean, I'll probably twerk. You'd do the twerking class. So. You'd do a dance class. I think so, yeah. I'd do a dance class. Or the chocolate. If it wasn't twerking. Yeah, yeah. Like if it was like, oh, we're going to do a salsa lesson. Yeah, or learn a um, synchronised, you know, I just love boy bands where they all dance yeah, the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that, yeah. Oh, we're going to learn Lizzo's dance. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I would do that. I was going to say chocolate making. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I can see how that could really, it shows effort, mm. but there's a third person there. Yeah. So, and that always neutralises tension. Yes, so you can actually get to know each other and have a little bit of bands. Yeah, and you can have some flirting knowing that someone's around. Knowing so can't someone's go around, any it's further. safe. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you can yeah. go out for dinner later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But look, dating no filter, if you love a bit of shit TV and you want dating ideas, <laughs> it's great. The comedians yeah. are really funny. Yeah. It's lighthearted. Yeah, yeah I think I'm it'd be good. It. Yep. 
Dear Kelly. So our agony aunt section, we've mm-hmm. got a, a mm-hmm. listener question today. Would you like to read this one, darling I Kate? Read this. Dear Kelly, I just came out of a relationship that was great at the start, or was it, but became very codependent very quickly. We did everything together straight away and over the years I lost myself. Friends sort of tried to tell me but I ignored it. I guess looking back now it was very claustrophobic. Any tips on how not to do this again? Mm. Great question. Interesting. Um, any t- well, the first tip is you know you did it. Yes, that's right. You like know if you, you did know it. that you have a propensity so great toward codependency, yep. then watch it. And all relationships are a little bit codependent. That's sort of how it works. But I think having boundaries and you just have to set the boundaries and you have mm. to stick with them. You have to be like, well, Tuesday nights I go to book club. Yeah. I'm not going to not go yes. because this new person in my life doesn't go to book club. Even if you're busting to get back home. Yes. Eventually you won't be. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. I reckon let's try for some real world examples. Mm. So I'm thinking, um, let me think of a current real world one. So I'm dating at the moment. Mm. Um, the person I'm dating does, it coaches a footy team. Yeah. Right. It would be I'm going to go out on a limb and assume she'd rather be with me. Yes. On on the night that yeah. I have without the kids. Yeah. Um, but she's not going to give up her footy no. training because she's the coach of that team. Yeah. And she loves those kids and they love her. And I would never ask her never not to do that. No. If someone asks you to yes. give up something like that, yes. or if you willingly give it up, yeah, I reckon that's a red flag a huge for codependency. Flag. Yeah, I agree. What else do you think? I think having moments by yourself. Yeah. You need to be on your own. Mm. Whether you live with someone, whether you see them once a week, mm. you need to have time to think about how did I feel about that? Mm. When there's no one there that you feel are, you're attracted to or mm. it can blur your mind about what you're actually thinking. And for me, it's writing stuff down. Mm. I write yes, stuff down. because you're a journaler. Yep. Yep. And then I might read it a month later and go, oh, that was no big deal. Mm. Or actually that was a big deal. And I learned something about myself. But I think I probably have never done this in a relationship. I haven't lost myself. Mm. I have my ex worked really, really, really mm. long hours. You did stuff on your own. From the yeah. from the very beginning I did stuff on my own. Mm. So I don't a hundred percent know that I can give really good advice, mm. but I definitely think Keep doing things by yourself or with your friends. Well, you've definitely seen it. I've oh, seen it. I yeah. mean, we've all we've all seen it up close. Mm, mm. I reckon the thing I would be reminding myself. Mm. I probably did a little bit when I was younger. Mm. A little bit, probably not to the extent that she's talking about, but mm. I definitely lost myself mm. in relationships as a teenager mm. and in my early twenties. I think the thing to remember is that codependency at the start feels like, oh, I just can't be without you. It's very romantic. Right. You know, I love you so much. How could I possibly spend, you know, Thursday morning without you, oh, let right. alone Saturday night? Very quickly, and she's saying this, that's claustrophobic. Right. You know, if you yeah. get to the point where you go, oh, I've got to wait, go away for work for the weekend. And they have to come. Oh, no, yeah. You right. know, or yeah. I want to yeah. go to my friend's house for yeah. dinner. Yeah. Oh, well, why would you go without me? Yeah. I mean, that shit will wear you down. It really will. Right, because you should be able to have independent friendships. Yes. Like there's some friends that I only see one-on-one. Absolutely. I don't want anyone else no. there. No. Another also, friend or I, a partner. I don't see their partner. That's right. I don't really know their partner. Yeah. So I don't want to do a group dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think if you're starting, if you've got set 
patterns as a single person where mm. you do, let's say you have mm. dinner with a certain friend and then you either give that up or are asked to give that up. Yeah. I reckon that's a big red flag. Yeah. Because there's going to be a time down the track where you resent that. I think so too. And you feel controlled. Yes. It's not hot. No, <laughs> no. Eventually. No. But it might feed your need to be wanted at the start. Yes, and I understand that. It's nice to feel wanted yeah. and needed. But remember, mm. you're an awesome person and you take care of yourself. And your tips, any tips on how not to do it, write down all the ways that it happened. Yes, absolutely. Do, write it do down. Do a cake. Write it Journal down. Journal it, write, write it, down, it down, down and remind yourself codependency mm. quickly becomes claustrophobia. Yeah, because you know it. You told us. Yeah, exactly. So you're great. Yep. Sticky date. date. It's the tough stuff. It's the hard stuff. This is the hard stuff. Well, that one was pretty hard. That was pretty hard. This is another Dear Kelly. Mm -hmm. Why don't you go for it? Okay. Dear Kelly, what not to do on a date? All in caps. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I had sex with a guy from work three months ago. We went on a date and had sex in a laneway in the city. Oh, that's a specific People detail. do that, do they? It must be real. Have you ever seen that? No. Me either. No. In I a mean, laneway. I've got a bad knee. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> How? How? They smell like weed. Oh, they smell like weed, which maybe is your thing. Oh, maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He messages me every day. I don't see him most days, but hasn't arranged a second date. What? Please explain. Hang, Hang on. on. Hang on. You had sex Back in the up. laneway, hot and heavy. Obviously, yeah. it was good. Yeah. He messages you every day. You yeah. don't see him most days at work. Yeah. But he hasn't arranged a second date. I'm sorry. I think you need to bench him. Oh, shit, he, yes. Fuck him right off. Or her. No, it was a guy. Guy. Fuck him off because he just knows that he's he's keeping you. What, yes, what's, dangling. I don't know one of the terms yeah. that we've talked about yeah. in WHF, but he's doing that. He's keeping you on the line. You're in the cookie jar. Or did he? All right. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and then we'll shit on him. Yeah, okay. All right. So <laughs> maybe this is, I mean, first things first, try not to shit where you eat. Seriously. No, no. Um, but maybe they had a work function. They got pissed. Yeah. They ended up fucking the yeah. alleyway. And obviously they don't see each other every day. So maybe it's not. They don't work side mm. by side. Mm. From his point of view, it's not a date. Yeah. They didn't have a date. They hooked up after a work sex function. On a date. And no, we friends. went on a date and had sex. It was a date. Okay, all right, mm, well, mm. I got that wrong. Mm. And why is he messaging every yes, day? Yes, yes, I Best don't. case scenario, he mm. feels guilty and thinks mm. that that's the right thing to do. Can I ask, though, is it implied that she hasn't asked him on another date? Yeah, could you ask him? Why doesn't she ask I, him on I a date? I think be brave and say, is this Shit going anywhere? Off the pot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we either go on another date yeah. or we let this go. I think so. I think you have to ask him. I reckon. Like yeah. call it. Yeah. And if he says we just, just want to be mates, just say, okay, I had a great time. No worries, yeah, but yeah. don't text me anymore. But don't text me anymore. Yeah, I haven't got the emotional yeah. bandwidth yeah. for this. Because I think while you're hanging on with him, yeah. um, you're not going to find a connection no, with someone I agree. else. Yeah. 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 I don't think – we haven't got enough information to know if he's been a real asshole. No, but it doesn't sound like it. I don't – Because she's like, he's messaging me. Yeah. But he hasn't, we haven't been on a second date. So I feel like she likes yeah. him ish. Or is he, has he gone, fuck, I've rooted someone from work and now I have to manage it? Maybe. You know, is he yeah, managing we don't it? Know. Oh, you need to yeah, find out. Let us know. know. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious, curious yeah. and curiouser. 
X-rated. X-rated. Okay. Right. It is, this one's a pretty full on, what What's, are we talking about? We're talking about the lovely topic of revenge porn. All right. So what do you know about revenge porn? I know that I'm assuming revenge porn is, well, I think it is, you're in a relationship, you make a little cute, sexy video together, you break up and one of the person releases it. Yeah. So, it could, I mean, obviously the most famous example is Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that's right. Um, whether you think she released it, her yeah, mum released matter. it, he yeah. released it, whatever, yeah. it, let's assume yeah. we give her the benefit of the doubt yes. it was released against yes. her will. Yes. Um, there's other famous examples like Rihanna, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Upton. There's yeah, heaps. Heaps. Heaps yeah. and heaps. It doesn't have to be a video. It could be an image. Yes. So it could, could be, be a recording. could be a recording mm. of your voice. You could be Even sexting. Even emails. Yeah, or text. Emails. Screenshots. Yep. You could have sent a picture, um, you know, of your boobs. Yeah, that's right. To someone. Can I say I think it's really important in this space because we get very kind of mainstream media about mm, it. Kind of, All mm. these kids sexting, da, da. it's really normal. It's really, it's really normal. normal. If you're into oh. someone oh. and you're having... And you trust them at that point. You trust them, you're having sexual feelings for yep. that person. It is a form of flirting. Yes. To kind of go, oh, here's a little bit of nipple. Yeah. Oh, here's the inner part of my thigh. It's not dirty. No. Like it's really normal. But you might not want everyone to see it. The dirty part is the fucking asshole That's right. who, who passes it, it on. Now, That's whether right. they pass it on to other kids at school, yeah. whether they post it on Instagram. But if they're over 18 and they're sharing it, and if they're over 40, they know what they're fucking doing. Absolutely they know what they're doing. If you're in Australia mm. now mm. as a kid, they mm. definitely know. Oh, they know. They're, they're educated it. about it at school. When it first started happening. Yes, fair. Grey area. Yes, it was. But that sort of passing it on, mm. it's, it's oh, again, a shame to say, but I'm watching Love During Lockup and <laughs> one of the two women are fighting over a man in prison. Let that sink in for Two a women are fighting, fighting over, over a man, man in, in prison. prison. One of them hacked his phone, took the nudes from the other woman and posted <gasps> them on Instagram. In jail? Yeah. Well, she's not in jail. The two women are not in jail. Oh, the right, man's right, in right, jail, right, right, but right, she right. has access to his iCloud. Got the sexting post. Anyway, to me, that's a sexual assault. Yes, it is. That is an assault. Yes. I don't care how much you no. hate that woman, no. whether you think she's cheating with your man, yep. whatever, that is an assault. Yep, it is. If you do that, you're a fucking asshole. You are. Of well, any gender, because no, it's no, not no, just no, men no, no, who no, do no. it. Yep, yep, yep. If someone, let's say you have even only been on one date okay. and you've sent a cheeky sex, yeah. keep it to yourself, yep. delete it. Delete it. It is an assault. And Every relationship, whether you're married for 40 years, whether you date for a month, you share something with that person that yeah. you don't share with somebody Other else. People. And it's sacred and you don't get to fucking share it. Yeah, totally you don't, agree. You don't, you don't. So in the Australian context, which blows my mind, mm. there's legislation that makes revenge porn a criminal offence, but only in certain states, mm. including our state of Victoria, mm. New South Wales, South Australia, Western Australia. There may be others. Um, it may have been updated since then, but it's not a federal law. Wow. And I certainly don't know what the situation is in other countries. Mm. Um, but I did pull a definition off one of the legal sites. Mm. Revenge porn is the unauthorised public release, usually by an ex-partner, mm. seeking revenge of intimate, indecent or invasive images, videos or other media produced during the course of a relationship, consensually or otherwise. Yeah, that's right. So if you receive... Yes. Um, let's say you sent me, mm, you've been on a date with someone and you sent me um, a dick pic. Yeah. 
I first thing I would do is delete it. Yeah. And the second thing I'd do is tell you off. Yeah, of course. It's not funny. No, it's not. It's not funny. No, it's not. And <laughs> I know that we're very blasé about information now and photos mm. and, you know, we can you can Google, I don't know, so-and-so's nipple and you'll find it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I understand that. But these are people. Yeah. This is their lives. It's uh, it's disgusting. I don't know. Well, and imagine, like, think, <coughs> even if you can't, I mean, I'm even loath to say this because it doesn't even matter, but lots of these people have got kids. I know, and their kids can find it. You want their kids yeah. finding a picture of, you know, there's nothing wrong with their mum sending a cheeky picture no. of lingerie. No. But there is something wrong with them finding that on TikTok. Yeah, there is. Like, don't do it. I do have a funny story about a friend whose husband was presenting at a board meeting and he was using his phone, mirroring it, mirroring it is that oh, what it's yeah, called, yeah. up on a big screen? Yeah, yeah. And she sent him no. boobs. Oh! And <laughs> it just came up. <laughs> oh, shit. And he, he didn't have a, you know, like you can just I have. I live in terror when you get a text, in the Zoom It just era. says, yes, it just might say Nelly yeah. or it can be the whole text. <gasps> and he had the whole text shit. come up and he said, Everyone just, just died. <gasps> and he's like, exit, exit. Oh, my God. And then he's like, apparently she's like, he just texts me, what the hell? Oh, my she's God. She's like, I thought about it, my boobs looked really good today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, in that context, I will say, I think. Oh, yeah, this obviously is not like Obviously, that's that. not a No, no, no. But also, can you imagine most people at work are going, oh, hot. I know. Like, it's nice that they're still yes. hot for each other. Yeah, and these you these know? were a married couple and yeah. not not um, not Ken and Barbie. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with sexting. Can no, we be no, very no. clear about that? Yeah. I'm sick of hearing people talking about it like it's some weird thing. Lots of people do it. Yeah. Most people do it. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that no. until someone yes, does it... something shit with it. Yes, that's right. You know, so and don't, don't pass it on. It's like saying to your kids, don't do drugs. Yeah, that's right. They're going to do drugs yeah. and they're going to sext. So yeah. let's let's equip everyone. Yeah, yeah. And let, right. let you know that in certain states in Australia, you can go to jail for it. Yeah. Let's so, talk about the perpetrators. Yes. Who are actually using it. In yes. this case, when it's revenge porn, again, that is family violence. Yes, that's right. That is me saying, I'm going to hurt you because yeah. you left me. Yeah, publicly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Gross. Not on. Back, Back on, on the, the shelf. shelf. Can you boot scoot? Uh, um, no, but I can join in a line dance. Right. Yeah, Freddie okay. Merkin did it at our, yes. our yes. my 50th. Um, I, I don't mind. Growing up in the Arrow Valley, yeah. there was a bit of boot scooting. Yeah. It was huge in the 90s, late oh, 80s, early 90s. I had a boot scooting 21st. See? Huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely love it. Don't break my, my heart. My, my achy, break, break your heart. heart. So guess who got divorced? Well, I'm going to assume then. Yeah. Billy Ray. Billy Ray Cyrus. Wow. So in April of this year, they shot, cited irreconcilable differences, which seems to be just what people have yeah. to say in the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. With Tish Cyrus. They were married for 30 years and have five kids. Um, they gave it a good try. Wrecking Ball Miley yes, being wrecking ball. probably the most famous. Yes, and they obviously, she would have been an interesting child to parent. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but obviously they must, they must be the sort of parents that let their kids have Be opinions. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, know? absolutely. Mm. So again, as with all of these back on the shelves, there were some really shit interviews. I've mm. just picked out a quote from one of the good ones in People magazine. Mm. They said, we've grown up together. We raised a family we can be so proud of. And now it is time to create our own paths. Aww. And they talked about the fact that as we discussed many times, they tried all the things. 
Yeah. You know, they tried all the couples counselling mm. and they tried different living arrangements mm. and they tried the da-da-da. It's not something that they just went, oh, yeah, no, a bit sick of you. Yeah. <laughs> they tried all the things and it seems, thus far anyway, they are managing to stay friendly um, and be parents. Okay, yeah. Um, together to their kids. Yeah. So, I mean, interesting. Yeah, I think 30 years you Long sort time. of think, oh, maybe they've got it together. Mm. But you don't have to have it together. No. You can still go, I'm, this is not enough. Yeah. I don't hate this person. Yeah. I don't wish them any harm. Mm. They're just not making me happy and I want to be happy. 30 years and five kids sounds yeah. familiar. Very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to pass any judgment. Well, I'm going to be really interested. Let's put a pin in this. Mm. I don't know if we'll hear much about Tish because she's not a celebrity as far as I know, but I'll be really interested yeah. to see what happens with Billy, Billy Ray dating. in the coming years. Yes. I want to know who Billy Ray's Current dating. Current six months, I bet you. You reckon? Yep. Let's, Kate Mulholland has yep. said it now. Let's put yep. five bucks on it. Yep, okay. You reckon he'll be repartnered in six months? Yep. All right, I'll have to go the opposite then and say 12. Okay, all, all right. right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the opposite. Not that he'll never date, that he'll he'll last oh, no, a he'll whole date. year. <laughs> he'll date. I reckon oh. he'll date. All right, what are we, August, September, October, November, December, January, next Feb. Yeah. Billy Ray's going to be with someone in People magazine. All right, and you're like coupled up. Coupled up. Not just, you know, seen with. No, no, coupled up. Okay. Yep. All right, well, I'll give him till <laughs> my birthday next year. Yeah, all right. Which is August. <laughs> all right. <laughs> W-T-A-F. Oh, this is going to gross you out so hard. All right. Like even harder than the... Vabbing. No. <laughs> I was going to say even harder than the mouse. Oh, right. Sorry. Tail. Okay. <laughs> what is a pure blood? Well, if it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Then it's a it's a, a pure witch or wizard. Yes. Um. So whatever it is, it's... If it's any related to that, it's either racist or sexist or yeah. homophobic or yeah. But people actually put this in their in requests their dating or profile. what they are. Well, what do you? <coughs> so, what do you think the Harry Potter pure blood is based on? Well, I suppose it is based on something, isn't it? Yeah. Should I just tell you? Yes, it's based on Nazism. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it's pure bloods. It's like a you a pure Aryan blood. People so, put that in their dating. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, oh. they may. But if we're going back a step, we're going back oh, to you're Hitler. Harry Potter, yeah. We're going back to this is how yes, yes, yes. Um, maniacal yes, dictators yes, yes. gain power. They yes. start saying these people are not people. They're not pure blood. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, yep. they're rodents. Yep. They're yep. all those yep. things. Yep. Yep. And so Harry Potter was meant to be a kind of education yes, yes, around that kind that's of stuff. Right. Yes. Pure blood in dating terms, and we got this from a listener, but I have also seen it, but I'm going to let her um, mm. tell us. Mm. Hello, lovely ladies. I've just started listening to your podcast. It brings me such joy. I wanted to add something about online dating and vaccination. Oh. I've seen men calling themselves pure bloods, <laughs> meaning unvaccinated. Definitely a swipe left, but interesting. Can't wait to listen to more of you both. Keep up the good work. Oh, you're not vaccinated. What a knob. Come on. Just say, I don't, I didn't I'm not get vaccinated. vaccinated. Because it sounds terrible. Yeah. Pure. But, but you know what's interesting here is that there's a real crossover in QAnon, even in some wellness circles mm, and mm. neo-Nazi circles. Mm. It shouldn't be. Any of you who are interested in be. this stuff, go and look up Van Badham, who's a journalist for The Guardian and she's just written a book, written a book about QAnon. 
there's a huge crossover in those be. communities to the point where those um, neo-Nazi groups mm. actually look in those other groups for targets that they can recruit. Wow. And I think it's because these people are susceptible yeah. to conspiracy theories and, and things like that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm all for thinking a blender's going to you know, make you a better person if you buy this blender, oh, whatever. Yeah. No, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> but I don't think that ha- doesn't harm anybody. Yeah. So I can't see any mm. crossover with revolting racism. And um, I just wonder when you're posting pure blood. Yes. Do you understand, do you understand the history of it? The history. Yes. Of what you're. Yeah. Don't write that. Saying. If you if you don't want to get vaccinated, you do you. Yeah. No one even gives a shit anymore. Yeah. But don't write that. Yeah. Don't write that. But that is too. I am. I don't mind someone who's not educated or not an intellectual. Nah. But that's too far. Oh, way too you far. You cannot. You you can't throw terms like that around. Swipe away. Oh, absolutely. Gone. Yeah. Off oh, that was butt. a heavy end. That was a heavy end. Shit, mate. Oh, we'll have to think of something really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to bookmark with a bit of humour. <laughs> Can't think of a single thing. No, I can't think of anything. No. Nothing makes me laugh. Oh, well. Um, anyway, you can come and see us <laughs> if you want. You can become a, a top mole yes. and get more of this amazing content. Yes, and go and look up Dykes on Bikes in the real yes. history. Yes, go and look. Go and have a look at our photos on the socials enjoy. because yes. we yeah. love doing it. And we'll see you next week. All right, bye. bye. We would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I borned him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has, oh, to, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle. Which but is fantastic. It, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Chuck out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. Producer credit. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Faye. Yep. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Nelly and Kate will investigate the single life of us.